0: hello my name is xavier mercado and this is spearhead conversations today i'm joined by special guest avery nauqua uh avery is a barber out of the south side of milwaukee his uh care and his his just want to help out his community has been inspiring motivating and just all around powerful um, I've been following him for quite some time. I finally reached out and here he is today. So without further ado, how you doing,
1: Avery? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, I appreciate you uh, inviting me on here. Yeah, um, it's an honor. It definitely is. Hey,
0: man. Well, you know, it's all about, you know, what this platform, is all about community, trying to unify people on all fronts, all races, creeds, Um I, I, man i've been following you for a while now it, it's probably it's coming up on a year man oh man that yeah, i don't know if you knew that but no. <laughs> i've been following <laughs> <laughs> yeah man you're a barber man you're getting it out here man yeah i, I love the shop i love the the blood in blood out oh, <laughs> yeah, <definitely>. <laughs> classic <laughs> movie
1: yeah, that's a childhood movie right there Oh man Shaped some of my Shaped some of my younger years <laughs> Yeah me and my cousins bro
0: We used to have that on, uh, on repeat, Like rewind bro <laughs> Yeah it just
1: stayed in the VCR
0: Vato, lo- Vato locos forever
1: Hey that's back when there was VCRs uh, For real yeah, yeah. I'm I'm being serious man <laughs>
0: Ah man Well you know Well you're right around the same age I'm 34
1: Yeah I'm I'm 32 I'll be 33 this In a month Oh you yeah. were there yeah, yeah. You were there.
0: Definitely. You were in the culture. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on here, sharing your time. Uh-huh. Um, let's jump in. All right. So where were you born?
1: Um, I was born here in Milwaukee, actually. Uh, so I'm me being Native American, a lot of my family still lives back home on the Menominee Indian Reservation. Okay. And a lot of us moved here, mm-hmm. you know, so we're both places, so... When I was born, I was born here in Milwaukee. I stayed here for a little while, mm-hmm. you know, with um my mom, my grandma. You know, they they created lives here in the city, you know, for job opportunities and for stuff sure. like that. You know, to further education and grow. Um, because the reservation doesn't have a lot of opportunities like that, so yeah. Here, so I stayed here until about third grade. In third grade, I moved back up north. Mm -hmm. and then um how was childhood childhood um i i guess growing up was i didn't grow up like a lot of other people i i seen a lot of things you know i don't want to get too dark and too down but i came through i came from a lot i came from you know a lot a lot of people like me a lot of people that come from where i come from you know they see things that kids shouldn't see you know for sure I mean to say the least I saw things a lot of things that I shouldn't have seen as a child. Um
0: I can relate with you yeah. on that man. Like yeah, man. I come low income, bro. Mm-hmm. I especially here in the 90s, you know, yeah. the 90s, 95, 96, bro, yeah. like being a kid and watching the, the gang violence and and just all the the yeah. type of stuff that was going on here in Milwaukee, man. Yeah. I think we were a part of a different generation too though, you know
1: definitely it was a different generation and not only was it like different just from being a different generation it's different because I had to balance my I had to balance my traditional life I had with my urban life mm-hmm. and you know growing up here for the first years and then moving back home is the differences in the way we live you know up there it's a lot simpler you know it's and it's you know it's even more poor than it is here you know? yeah um, where I'm from is matter of fact the poorest county in Wisconsin. Wow. Yep. So the Menominee Res- and the, Mon- the Menominee Indian Reservation is the poorest county in Wisconsin, and the struggles are different. But when you grow up in them struggles, you don't even know. You don't know. Yeah, for real. You know? yep. Yeah. So seeing things, you know, and and living that way, I didn't even know. You just that thought it was, was normal. Yeah. You
0: know, you know
1: what I mean? Yeah. I guess it wasn't until later in my in my years, like when I was 11 years old, um. Me and my brothers, we were sent out to North Dakota to go to boarding school. We went to Native American boarding school. Okay. Um. So it's kind of like a college. Yeah. For little kids.
0: Yeah, for you sure, know. man. Right?
1: Yeah. Um. So we went out there, and during them years, them these schools actually, the history on them, it's bad. I mean, the if if we went into that, that's a whole other topic. Just the history of Native American boarding schools and how it how it destroyed. Native American people. Okay. Um, just, just to, just to hit on it a little bit is them schools were established to kill the Indian kill, yeah. save the man. You okay. Know? Got you. So they, the, you know, they beat our culture out of us. Yeah, was for a sure. A lot of violence, you know, a lot of, a lot of sexual assaults, a lot of, a lot of stuff like that. So they basically, they took these kids, Yeah. you know, just to hit on it a little bit, they took these kids, put them in these schools mm-hmm to kill off anything that they had of culture of tradition yeah, yeah culture. it's to kill
0: off the culture it's to basically put you on to western civilization you yep. know what i mean like i totally get it you know uh w- one thing for me was like history in yeah. school was like a favorite yep. topic because you learn <clears throat> you know like world war Two was probably my favorite but when you read up on what happened with the railroads natives mm. and just uh you know the genocide yeah that's that's what it is exactly what it is the genocide it's it's crazy to think that you know on this soil you know everything that happened and no no one really does and i'm not here trying to speak on your behalf you know but you know it's 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 sad it's it makes you think but it also you know it's it's crazy to think of, you know.
1: It is, it is.
0: What were um type of hobbies that you uh, came up on? Cause it seems like you traveled. Yeah, so, traveled quite a few. Hmm. So
1: from a sixth grade to eighth grade, I stayed in North Dakota. Yeah. Um, and then I I would come back in the summers and be with my you know my family back home. Yeah. Um, which was kind of tough actually, cause sometimes when we would come back from. Like I said, them schools saved me and my brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of my family that didn't go there aren't here anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so so them schools definitely saved me and my brothers. So we were safe out there in a safe place. It took so, us away from this. Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. your overall experience of these these um the boarding school you, yeah. you said it, it was a good experience for yeah. you and your
1: brothers. Yeah, because yeah. now they're they changed now. Now before it was to strip us yeah. from everything. Now it's to empower. It's to empower, it's to yeah. teach again, you know, it's to revive, yeah. you know, um, everything that was taken from us. Man. Um, So, yeah, I traveled a lot. And while I was out there at the schools, that's where I picked up a lot of my hobbies. That's mm-hmm. where I became a little bit of who I am, you know, because it introduced me to my tribe and other tribes. And, and there's countless tribes. And when I went out there, I didn't know there was tribes all over. I was just a kid, you know, mm-hmm. but there's tribes from North Dakota. There's tribes in every state and I got mm-hmm. to meet all of these little kids that come from places like I come from yeah. you know and it, and it was crazy because out there as a kid so all the Wisconsin tribes would stick together and we'd battle like the Nebraska tribes yeah. and <laughs> it'd be like little uh state gangs you know yeah. inside of this boarding school but um overall like I said it was a good experience for me I got to pick up you know singing yeah um me and my brothers we all sing Almost. we all sing um I picked up drawing um yeah. and just picked up ceremony you know praying yeah. they taught me how to pray out there the way we're supposed to pray like i'm um, traditionally mm-hmm. um so i got to pick that up and and that really created a solid foundation for me to be
0: i love that you know? man you know you got to take pride like from puerto Rico, taino mm-hmm. natives you know yeah. i wish um you know with time um wish to dive into to, to my culture in that way and to find out like old ways and principles and Mm because i think that's what i find most fascinating about native american history just natives in general you know um it's their their love and passion for their culture Mm -hmm. and i've always been like i love it Mm -hmm. it it, honestly it speaks it it speaks character it speaks just volumes Mm -hmm. you know so uh, you say you come from the menominee yeah So, um, you know, being on a uh, reservation, reservation, growing up partially there, how many years would you say all all together did you grow up on a reservation?
1: I would say after I moved there. So in third grade, we moved back for a year. After that, we moved back to the city Mm -hmm. for my fourth grade, my fifth grade. And then sixth grade, I got sent out to North Dakota. Yep. So I basically lived on a campus there. It was, mm-hmm. you know, you go, you're not with your parents anymore. You just, it's like being 11 years old in college, mm-hmm. you know? So we were on that campus. We lived there. And then I'd come back in the summertime back to the reservation. Um, so, I mean, I guess ever since sixth grade, I would, I lived on a reservation and then stayed there until I became a grown man, yeah. you know, after high school
0: you know learning about your culture going in depth obviously learning traditional ways what does now like with the just evolving like what does your culture mean to you
1: um it means i mean it's, it basically means everything it's it's every fiber of my being you know it's everything that i am yeah you know the teachings and when you really when you really dive into our teachings and really focus on the way we prayed or our ceremonies, you know, there are laws that Mm -hmm. we had before there was these, these laws that are in place. Oh, for sure. You know, our seven grandfather teachings, you know, like these are things that shape a good man or a good woman or just a good person, you know, Mm -hmm. it teaches us, you know, to walk in a good way. And and honestly, after, after I, I got closer to my ceremonies, I got closer to prayer. I got closer to all of that. I started learning about a little bit about who I am, mm-hmm. you know, and, and even still to this day, I don't fully know who I am, mm-hmm. you know, but I know what I want to do, you know, and I know what I want to accomplish just from seeing the things that I've seen and struggling the way I struggled. Yeah, um, My teachings definitely help me be a solid Person and I don't need to party and I don't need to do drugs and I don't need. To I was just about to ask,
0: how have you implemented these teachings that you've learned through your your culture and, and just tradition and implemented into the life you live right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, you, you you've been saying it, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh I guess the way I the way I implemented it is, you know, I try to walk with honor. I try to walk with humility. Mm-hmm. I try to walk with honesty. I try to walk with truth. I try to walk, and all of these good ways, you know. And and like this table right here, there's yeah. four, four legs on this table, mm-hmm. and oh. that's why it's so strong. You know, I, I'm yeah. I'm about 200 pounds. I could jump on this table, and it's gonna hold me up. Yeah, but that's because it's balanced with your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, and your emotional health. So that's my culture right there, and that my culture. Teaches us that we need that balance. Yeah. You need to feed each of those, mm-hmm. each of those legs to that table, because if you're missing just one, you can tip over, you can you can fall, you mm-hmm. can you can be knocked off balance, go off balance. So yeah. I like to ask. You know, I work with a lot of kids, and a lot of the kids that I work with, mm-hmm. I, I try to tell them, you got to feed all of those things. My brothers, or even my family that are struggling, I ask them, hey, what are you doing to feed all of those things? What are you doing to feed your mental health? Your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health—you yeah. need to feed those. Yeah. If you don't ain't feeding one, if you think about your life and you think about if you're not feeding one of those, mm-hmm. you'll notice. Okay, I, I haven't been praying, or you know, I haven't been taking care of myself physically. Yeah. You know, and just by d- missing one of those, you know, things can yeah, start coming down, coming unraveled, unravel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and that's a beautiful man. You know what I mean? Just that that type of outlook, man. And, and you have kids, right? Yeah, I have four of them, man. But you know what I mean. That's awesome, you know. And the, the, I wish that like when I was growing up more. It's not that, you know. Majority of my family is in New York, so my mom was the only one speaking Spanish in the household. Not to say I didn't have friends around me, Hmm. but it's Spanish is one of those repetitive things where you you have to speak it. Yeah, you have like constantly in order to pick it up and me i'm i'm spanglish (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) so i'll throw some (laughs) spanish words in there but for most part it's english and spanish but you know that type of pride i see like Mm -hmm. the way that you're talking about your teachings that that right there is that's that's inspirational dude so i definitely man um that's awesome when did you um so now you know you've gone through the motions you you, you were born here moved to the reservation went to um boarding school um after boarding school um you you came right back to Milwaukee?
1: um no so so first from 6th to 8th grade i went to north dakota yeah after that i i went to oregon okay oregon um, yeah from from my high school years okay out there and I got in trouble out there, um, my senior year, you know, and I got kicked out of the school, so I came back home, and I and I had to take my test to graduate on our sc- high school on a reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I luckily the school I went to we, we was a it was a school where we do a lot of credits, you know, so we had like nine credits a year and yep. thirty two credits for the four. Um, so after I I got kicked out of there, Oregon, I moved back to the res at 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And um I stayed there and I try to uh I guess I try one, I had to finish my high school um diploma there. And after that I just try to um fit in with yeah. the community and yeah, just, you know, find a job, start working. That's how you know. But uh at that time there wasn't a lot of job opportunities there. Mm-hmm. You know, there you know it's either the casino or the mill and we only had uh two gas stations at that time and a bar yeah um a couple bars it was like a, at that time there was a total of only like five places you could work you know yeah so there wasn't a lot of uh job opportunities or places to grow which is sad honestly um and i think there i i wish that there was more because you know when you're working or when you're uh when you can be somebody or when you can have purpose you know, you don't get bored so easily, when, mm-hmm. you know, and you find a way outlets to to be healthy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, outlets, you know, because I mean, it, everything that I talk about will always go back to, you know, mm-hmm. where I come from, you know, and what I've seen. And, you know, living up there, man, Wisconsin has the highest suicide rate in the state. I mean, uh, Menominee Indian Reservation has the highest suicide rate in our state. Wow. You know?
0: Sorry to hear that, man.
1: Yeah. Um. So that's another reason why, like, I, I am the way I am because I was that kid, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I seen things that kids shouldn't see, you know? And, and I see a lot of kids that live the way I lived, you know, and have parents how I had parents, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to—I'm not bashing, you know, my parents or anything like that, you know, because I don't blame them. And, and no. in, in our— and another thing that I teach the youth is, hey man, if if your parents aren't aren't doing a good job, or if you're a kid and, and you gotta, you know what it's like to see your mom high, or you know what it's like to see your parents drunk, or or you ever feared your father because he gets violent when he's drunk, or if yeah. if you're a kid like that and, and you hear this, no, just keep pushing, keep pushing, stay strong, in your and when you grow up. You're, you're gonna get strength of your own yeah, and, and let them strengths, you know.
0: It's the wisdom along the way, yeah, you know, and I, I think that's, you know, I, I like I said, like, the generation where we came up in, it was so, like, unique in a way, but it was so much, we were exposed to so much. Yeah. And, you know, there's things that I haven't forgot about. Mm-hmm. There's things that I don't talk about, mm-hmm. but at the same time, because of those events that took place, They've shaped me into the person I am. Yeah. And that's how I find my inner strength of keeping my chin up, yeah. keeping my head high, mm-hmm. understanding where I come from, but also understanding where I'm going. Exactly. So how did you end up picking up the clippers?
1: I guess um um being, you know, being pretty poor, you know. My older brother used to cut our hair. We used to get little bowl cuts. I mean, back then, we didn't get the same haircuts that we're giving these kids now. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, I mean, you can see the difference in the quality <laughs> of cuts when you look at our school pictures, then you look at their school pictures like, damn, nowadays we're giving out mid-fades, high-fades, mm-hmm. low-fades, tapers, sure. and the new one that I'm not a fan of is the Edgars, <laughs> um, you know, so, <laughs> so, uh, when I was a kid, my older brother cut my hair and, you know, and I was used to having haircuts, used to looking good. So I started picking up the clippers myself mm-hmm. when he didn't want to cut my hair. Got and you. I was like 11 years old out out in North Dakota. I started cutting my own hair. I already had a damn mustache, so you know yeah. I was like I was like a little grown man. I guess it looked like I was 11 years old with a mustache. So I used to line that little thing up. It was just fuzz at the time, but it's all right, you know. Yeah. Um, I went bald plenty times. I was a skinhead a couple of hey, times. Hey, bro, <laughs> I,
0: I'm. I'm not gonna lie, I did that a couple times <laughs> in my life. I was like, "Fuck it, I ain't paying for it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Because when you're when you're learning, man, you you ain't got a lot of uh, mannequins, you know. As a kid, no one's gonna be like, "Hey, put that clippers on my head," you know. So yeah. it was in a mirror every day, you know. And and I had woke had Mohawks. My mom used to wake up sometimes, "What the hell'd you do to your head, boy?" And I was like, mm-hmm. Just try to cut my hair."
0: So, at what age would you say was? was when it all started where you were like you're cutting obviously cutting your own hair but you were like you know what i'm I'm gonna try this out and i'm gonna try and take it seriously
1: (laughs) it wasn't until 2017 i was already like 26 27 years old yeah um when i wanted to take it serious because even though i was cutting hair you know messing with clippers that whole time i never i never seen it as a career at that point you know so i was still chasing jobs you know i used to work at the casino down here Potawatomi. moved down here in 2013 i worked there you know and a couple of various jobs just trying to find a a, something good you know so from like 20 2013 to 2016 i worked at Potawatomi, and i was doing good there you know i was a security supervisor i was a security trainer um Got certified in a lot of a lot of stuff like leadership roles and communication, um, like different certificates. I was doing really good there and then I made a mistake, you know. Um mm-hmm. I I had to go away for a little bit and I came back out, you know, with some with some marks on my record that I thought was gonna hold you back. Yep, hold me back from getting jobs that I wanted, you know. Uh, and I was like, Well, you know what? I'm gonna just hire myself. I, I felt I felt bad too when I told Potawatomi that, "Hey, I'm, I, you know, I got into trouble." I thought because I worked so hard for them, that they would be like, "Oh, we'll work with you," you know. Mm-hmm. But it really opened my eyes that when you're working for a, a company, a big company like that, you're you're really just disposable. Yes, you know. Yep. Um, and I told myself I don't want to ever feel like that again. So. I was like, I'm gonna hire myself, you know, mm-hmm. and I started cutting hair in the basement and I started doing it, doing it, doing it until my pictures started getting good. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon somebody reached out and was like, hey, I got an opportunity. You know, are you interested? Are you really taking it serious? And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm
0: ready. Know? Yeah, man. Well, that's awesome. Like, and you know, like we live in a time where everything is just like changing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and making money isn't the isn't the same way as back in the day with the whole forty hours and it takes care of the family. Nah, man, money is scarce these days, man. Mm-hmm. So it really with a a trade like you have, you know, someone is always gonna need a haircut.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: So there's always gonna be a source of income to 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 pl- come in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's gonna come in. So I mean. I mean, kudos to you for saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to work for myself." But even more of understanding that you know you want it, and and then looking where it's leading, where someone notices it, and then gives you that opportunity, mm-hmm. you know. But you now, off this opportunity you took, you now run your own shop.
1: Yeah. Yep. I run my own shop. That was definitely a. It was definitely Let a scary moment. Do- <laughs> Give them that. <laughs>
0: this man he got his yeah. own shop <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: um yeah that it, it's crazy how uh things happen man like at first i thought it was a curse and yeah end up being a blessing you know like you know i had to go away i'm like oh man my life sucks man like you know and what am i gonna do you know it, i can i could have felt bad and just felt bad for myself and i could have stayed on the ground but you know Again, my culture, you know, my culture yep. makes me strong, you know, mm-hmm. and and I know that there's gonna be ups and downs through life. For you sure. know, and I'm one day I'm gonna be up, maybe next day I might be down, but when I'm down there, you know, and, and this is another message I wanna get out there. When I'm when you're down low and you're at the bottom of that hill, do not get high, do not get drunk, do not do not cope with these with these um substances that alter your mind because yeah. I mean, if you ever see a drunk guy run, say I was drunk and I'm about to run a 100-meter race with somebody. Who's going to win? Me or the sober guy? You know what I'm saying? so when you're down there at the bottom of this hill and it's time to climb up that hill and you're all drunk and you keep making it up and you stumble back down, you make it up and you stumble back down, it's because you're drinking or it's because you're high or it's because the, the substances are altering your mind. You know, so you got to oh, be believe sober me. Yeah, you know?
0: believe me, I know, man yeah. I'm going on two years Man, that's what's up two Give years. yourself one of those Yeah, no, I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, right? You know, two years uh, sobriety um, No alcohol And since no alcohol, you know all the, all the other stuff goes away Yeah, uh, Social smoker, like smoking cigarettes I don't know why ever But it came along with the drinking mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's You know, edibles and all that extra stuff, that went away too. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I feel like how you say when you're at that bottom of the hill and you're trying to climb out, you need all the energy you can possibly Mm -hmm. take. And through that, it's just when you become consistent to the point where you know you're in tune with yourself and you're in tune with your body, soul, mind, you know, as long as you're consistent with it, this is my th- this right here is my biggest testament because mm-hmm. I now I know I see that this there is a process and you know as long as you're consistent with it you can keep climbing definitely and no one can knock you down yep there isn't anything that no one could look I always take someone's opinion I always take you know the advice they give but at the end of the you have a gut and it'll tell you mm-hmm. you know what I mean you have that intuition yeah but um yeah man so like. When did you find when did you found this shop?
1: Um so 3 years ago almost to this day. Um
0: damn during covid, huh?
1: Yeah, so like right when we covid opened back up. Um I wasn't going to go back, you know, me and, me and my guy we worked down a block at a different shop, you mm-hmm. know, and I wasn't going go back there, but I was like you know what? I, I want to do I want to do something for me, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to I want to do something that I could be proud of and I was driving my daughter home one day across this sh- street right here and this Disney song was on and the lyrics to that song was like what what once waited for tomorrow starts today and I, and that was in my head as I drove by this and I saw the sign out there and I'm like let me go check that out you know it ain't going to wait no more look I'm at girl it, dad know? over here bro oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh, that's awesome man <laughs> yep
0: you know, it's a vision. It's 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 a yeah. being able to see ahead, man. And most people, when when you say that to them, they they think it's cliche, and they think mm-hmm. they don't really put their mind to it. But I'll even say, man, they started off as an idea. Mm-hmm. They started off of me watching, you know, YouTube videos of other like Joe Rogan. Yeah, his motivational videos. Mm-hmm. So I, that's part of my routine. I wake up in the morning and I watch these motivational videos in the beginning of each day, and a lot of those are from his his podcast, yeah. like yep. the impactful words, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's super important to uh, like I said, you feed these things. You yeah. know, you feed all four of them things. So I mean, especially with this music nowadays, and- oh, for sure, bro. If the you frequency up, if you wake yeah. up and you listen to I can't trust my I can't trust my girl, I can't trust my niggas, I can't trust yep. anybody. Man, life's so hard, man. I'm just down and up. You know what I'm saying? Like if you yep. listen that repeat repeatedly, mm-hmm. and every song just said a different way over a different frequency, if you listen that repeatedly that's what your life becomes. Yeah, yeah, you know for sure. Saying? So when you wake up and you listen to some something inspirational, mm-hmm. something that could teach you something motivational, like Joe Rogan, yeah. like T D Bishop Jakes, for favorites. real, bro, yep. for like, real. Bro. Uh, so <laughs> Eric Thomas, yep. E T,
0: bro, like I do. I got it. Even Jordan Peterson, <laughs> mm-hmm. he was a real. He was a real impact on my life. Like Jordan P- Peterson and the way he explains the mind insane Mm -hmm. but um so now you got your shop you got this vision you passed up this shop and you saw it and you decided to um to go all in
1: yeah so i seen it um at the time at the time i still wasn't like uh i wasn't set with uh cash i wasn't set with dough yet you know so yeah i i just thought about how am i gonna do this you know i'm already gonna do it Mm-hmm. how am i gonna do it man i started looking on online for barber chairs Hey, and it's crazy how it works because when i started when i decided to do this yep on on Facebook i don't see this no more i saw i think four chairs for the price of one i got four cha- four barber chairs for three hundred dollars if you go on there right now you we wouldn't find that no uh, yeah but hey yeah the creator blessed me he was like he saw what I want to do he probably knew what I was gonna he you know he already knows everything that we're gonna do out here so he saw that I was gonna do it and I'm taking that steps I feel like he blessed me with that opportunity with them four chairs there because Mm -hmm. each chair alone is like 300 and up you know so I got four chairs for 300 just to start out you know they weren't the best chairs but they did what they had to do.
0: They revenue, yep. They revenue the money, yep. and, and that's why I feel like when you're on your path, like if you're truly on your path, everything falls falls place. in place. And and honestly, it has for me starting off with the first series of this board to you know upgrading everything mm-hmm. little by little. Um, it's a beautiful thing, man, and it just it feeds you and it motivates you more to just keep pushing.
1: Yeah, it does it definitely does
0: so what was what what uh, now you said 3 years ago the shop what is the meaning behind the name for
1: you my shop is called revival the barbershop and at the time um i had started a program called reviving warriors where i was working with young men mm-hmm. um and reviving warriors it was just like trying to a, a lot of these urban um native american children Yep. They don't have access to ceremony. They don't have access to our teachings. They don't have access to any of our traditions. A lot of times. So that was my my goal is to revive that. You know, yeah. Like I want to revive that, and all my sick relatives. I want to revive them with the addictions, the depression, and just the daily struggles. I want to revive that. You know, mm-hmm. and it's hard. You know, it, you, you probably know. Like I know, you can't help somebody. You can't revive somebody. Unless they want it themselves, they want to, yeah, yep. So before I focused on the youth, I focused on my peers, yep. But I, it's hard, you know. It's it, Hard to do. Maybe I can help them for a moment, but you know, if if they're not ready, they're not ready. So mm-hmm. I started like, hey, let me just let me just start with these kids, so I don't have to revive them no more. You no, know, if I could, if I could instill these these um, teachings to create strong children and strong strong, you know, a foundation for them to give them, give them outlets and -hmm. give them coping habits that are healthy. Yeah. Then I don't have to revive them no more. And when they, and when they come up, they're going to be strong and, and they're going to be able to go out there and light fires, you know? Yeah. And that's what I want to teach them to do is I want to light their fires and I want to teach them how to keep their fire lit, you know? Yeah. Because through life, man, through life, no matter what, even, even in the stage of my life, I still go through things, you know, but when I, But when you, and, and, and this is another thing I want people to know is, you know, no matter where you are in life, you're going to have struggles. And, and a lot of us, especially, you know, within my own people, we all have an emptiness when, when you're, and my emptiness was there big when I didn't have my traditions, when I didn't have my culture, Mm -hmm. my emptiness was there big and. We have and we all have this emptiness and we try to fill it, you know, with either alcohol or with yeah, substances, sure. you know, so fill in the void. You're filling the void with those things. But I learned to fill my void with good things. So now revival is how I fill my void. Now I'm helping kids and that makes me feel good and healthy. And mm-hmm. the emptiness that I have right here that we all have mm-hmm. and it, it never goes away forever. You'll yeah. always have it, but you got to keep feeding it good things mm-hmm. because the good thing it's it's like eating healthy or eating good energy. You know, if you eat an apple, you got good energy. If you if you eat a cheeseburger, you got slow. You know, <laughs> yeah. so like you got to feed you got to feed that emptiness mm-hmm. with good things that'll last long. You know, so when I help when I when I do these givebacks and I and I help these kids and I help people, that fills that for a long time. Yeah, you know? and I and I feel good and I feel accomplished off of that you know and that's yeah. kind of where my name comes from is that I'm just each time you get in my chair a lot of my clients become my family a lot of clients become my friends and not, I don't only want to let let them look good but they come in here with different struggles they come in here and maybe they're going through something with their with their wives or their you become an outlet for yeah them. that's so awesome not only do I want to make them look good but I'm gonna give them the best advice healthy advice that I could give them so when they leave, they look good and maybe they go out there and they handle whatever they were struggling with in a good way. Feel better. Yeah.
0: yeah. So what is it meant to, for you now that you know at one time you were an employee and now you're your own boss?
1: Uh it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even go on vacation without thinking about it, you know? Yeah. Like I just went on vacation and and all I could think about is how is my shop? Yep. Know? Is everybody there, you know, and is is everybody there and doing what they got to do the way I would do it? You yeah. Know? Um. So, I mean, it's a lot of work constantly thinking about this and thinking about that, and it don't really never end, honestly. <laughs> but it's worth it in the end because it gives me this platform, like I said, where my where my true passion is, is helping people. Yeah. It's, helping, it's helping these kids, man, because... Honestly, that's where my heart is, is it's helping kids. Yeah. You know, because
0: it's honorable, man. Yeah.
1: You're very honorable. Um,
0: what type of atmosphere would you say is at the shop?
1: Um, I get a lot of compliments on an atmosphere here. Uh because it's not like a uh it's not I wouldn't my shop's a little different from a lot of shops because yeah. you know, you ever walk in a shop and there's so many people in there, it's kinda awkward. Yeah. You know, you kinda you're just kinda quiet maybe. You know, or you might even feel some shops you don't even feel safe in, you know, like, uh,
0: keep my head down over here, you know. Got the type of music playing, like, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I guess it depends on what time of day you come in here. Um, But the overall experience is, you know, it's going to be friendship. It's going to be family. It's going to be welcoming. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a you can bring your kids here. And your kids will have a good time. I actually got a uh, thing that I do. I got a VR set, and a lot of times I'll be like, "Hey, you want to earn a free haircut?" You know? Oh so, wow, man! So I I'll put the boxing game on. on Look at <laughs> And if they win by knockout, their okay, that's free, and I get to take a picture with my 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 um, WWF belt over here. Okay. You know? <laughs> so uh, so far, only one person won. Um, Nobody else won yet. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> super awesome. So it's like that, you know. It's a you come here, you feel safe, you feel you have a good time, you know, and you know, and we pay attention, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I the way I carry myself is the way I want the barbers to carry themselves, and and I, matter of fact, in my shop here, I got I only got one one um adult barber. Mm-hmm. The rest of these are kids that I'm helping. The rest of these guys one of my barbers he's 14 years old yeah you no know, and he started when he was 14 learning here apprenticing learning everything I do learning how to cut hair and picking it up on his own and man he he grew so much you know and I got a, I got two other kids they're all in high school and I'm just teaching them that way when they, when their time comes they're gonna be way ahead, you know, way ahead of uh me. And when they're my age, they'll be they're gonna surpass. Yeah, me, you're giving you know?
0: them that jump start, man. Yeah. That's that's awesome. You know, and you, know? It, you need that. You need positive <laughs> uh influences like you within the community. Yeah. You know, the communities we come from, you know? Yeah. I I, I wish that I would have you can't change your past, but I do wish that I would have been more, I would have used my time more wisely. Because that's the one thing in life that you don't get back. Definitely. Is time. And that right there, you know, I just wish I would have been wanting to go get a job at that age. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like wanting to be independent but it also, you know, it is what it is. Right. We're here now. We're yeah. doing great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah definitely, uh-huh. you know. And
1: that's probably a regret that everybody has. Yeah. And, and even the these kids that are starting now when they're older, they might even regret the same thing like mm-hmm. I wish I would have did something else, you know, but I mean and mo- we're here yeah, you
0: know for the most part good for you helping out these kids and and that's what i've noticed about you bro following you i noticed that you're you're in depth with the community mm-hmm. um what has that been like how do you what i just want people to know like what are the type of things you do to give back to the community
1: i guess so since i became a barber um i always did free haircuts for back to school yeah you know because I know what it's like, uh, I know what it's like not going to school feeling good, for sure. you know, I know what it's like, you know, and seeing your mom who can't afford things or not even maybe maybe some of these kids didn't even have parents bringing them to these events, and they just showed up mm-hmm. you know without parents because I know what it's like to you know not have a parent be there present, yeah. you know present, you know, maybe they are present, but maybe they're not present they're at not the same there. time, yep for sure. you know so. I know what it's like to be that little kid and if I can make if I can let him feel confident and and let him feel good and ready for school maybe that was the only good thing that he had that year yeah. to go back to school maybe he didn't get new shoes he didn't get nothing new but he got a fresh cut he got a fresh cut so that's one way that I I I give back and man I really appreciate this platform that I that I created here because if I never did this, I wouldn't be able to help as many or reach as many people mm-hmm. as I'm able to now. You know, like so with these back to school cuts or graduation. We just did graduation this year for Indian community eighth grade, school. eighth grade. Yeah, yeah, I saw
0: that. I want to let you know, I've been. I'm I'm so serious when I say I've been following you. You know what I mean? Because you know anyone that that um comes on the, to the page, like I reached out to you. That's how I got you to come on the page because it was last year. I did a barbershop called Barbellas, And she did the same thing for the school. And this was before coming on to you. And, like, a little bit while after that, I seen you did the same thing too. You know what I mean? But then, you know, I, I go back. I go back. So I know this is something you do every year. Not only just last year you started. I know this is something that you do every year. And, you know what I mean? After that, it was like, man, all right, let me follow this dude. Let me see what he's doing. And throughout this whole year, I've watched you do events. I've watched you. You know what I mean? The one you did at the middle school. It's seeing that for me is what this the platform I've created is all about. Because mm-hmm. it's about showing. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter. You know. Um, you know the the trials that are put in your way. It's it's about how are you. What are you doing to impact the community we come from? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What is Milwaukee to you? What is Southeast Wisconsin to you? Are you just someone that's trying to get by and thinking of yourself? Or are you someone that's trying to help build a community? And I've always seen that with you. What are some, like, how do you stay ahead of the trends? I know you just mentioned one. You were talking about the Edgars.
1: (laughs) Um, Like the haircut trends? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the these these young guys—they're helping me ke- keep up with the trends, you know. Yep. You know, they're learning from me. I'm learning from them, you know, and that goes to speak, you know, you can learn from anybody. Always know? room so, to learn. So I mean, with having young kids in here, they're they're up on a trends. Matter of fact, you know, they'll tell me like, "Hey, that fit ain't right, bro." <laughs> For real. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was. I thought I was looking good. I thought I was good, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, so. You know the young the young guys they they definitely help out you know with the trends, um, but otherwise you know a, a, a lot of people come in here and you know they kind of know what they want. One one of the big things about being a barber that's most important that uh, that a lot of uh, a lot of places don't really. Um, well, I, I'm not gonna speak about other people, but one of my biggest compliments that I get is that I listen, you know, and I really try to. I really try to
0: attentive. Yeah
1: decipher because clients don't know how to ask for haircuts you know they don't know the terminology you know so i try to help pick out the pick the haircut out of their brain how they visualize themselves mm-hmm. and i try to give that to them you yeah know? so i mean that's a, that's that's i guess just by communicating with my clients you know i'm able to give them the trend that they're looking for, for sure man
0: know? what's your favorite hairstyle to do
1: my favorite hairstyle to do Man, I ain't going to lie. I like the uh I like the mullets. I like the mohawks. Um and those I guess those are my two favorites to do. Like I like how crispy they look. Yeah. You know.
0: So I I got this one hairstyle that I I do um I always do it for a minute and then I stop doing it cuz then when I bring it back it's like it's the fresh. But it's like a mohawk in the front and then it fades out by the the top back top of my scalp oh yeah like so a it's low hawk like, yeah it's like it's like yeah yeah and i do it but it's like a low cut so i have probably have like a a one on top
1: oh dang that's but low, it's, low.
0: it's 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 real <laughs> low yeah that's probably like, a one and a half two pushing the two but um it's low but it's tight and it, often when i get oh you like military cut it's kind of like that yeah. but oh, okay. it, it's real it's a real tight look just yeah. I'm all about use the blade for the scalp, like cut it down to the skin, like yeah. boom. <laughs> How would you describe your work ethic in the shop?
1: Um, my work ethic in the shop, I mean, I'm 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 just really trying to create it. It's more about creating an environment, you know, like I'm here before we open, I wanna clean up, I wanna uh Make sure everything is good in here, so when people start walking through that door, uh, that that it, it's mm-hmm. it's action time, you know. Yeah. So when I'm in here, I clock in, you know, and anything that I got going on outside, it's outside, gotcha. you know. And, and that's what I that's what I kind of tell the young guys too. When you're in here, you're clocked in, you know. Not saying our lives don't matter, but when we're clocked in, we're clocked in, yeah, you know. And and that that's when it becomes about the client. So mm-hmm. when my clients come in here and they want to vent about their lives. You know i'm here to listen i'm here mm. to give advice if i have it if not i'm here to find somebody who does have it you know you look for a job let me see what opportunities that i know about you know mm-hmm. that's one good thing about being a barber is networking yeah. constantly you know i can yeah, sure. hook somebody up with somebody else you know because one of my clients does this another one does that so like i'm constantly trying to like connect people you know and mm-hmm. for the better you know for good things
0: yeah, man, what what would you say is most challenging about running your own business?
1: Um, most challenging about running the own, my own business would be uh, in the beginning. It was figuring out how I'm gonna get everything that I need to be legit, mm-hmm. you know. And then then it became it, it. I guess it's just challenge after challenge, you know. And I just gotta be ready for it, you know. There's not there's not uh. I mean, when I think about it, it's, it's easy, (laughs) you know, it's, it's easy. Anybody could do it. If you're a kid listening to this and you think you can't do it, you can do it. It's easier than you think it is. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, all you got to do is, is be, you know, have the right mind, have the right drive and you can do it. You know, like I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh man, this was super hard or it's, it's just too much, man. If you're built like I'm built, you got arms and you got everything I have. And even if you don't got everything I have, yeah. there, where there's a will, there's a way. My grandma told me that. And yeah. man, she used to surprise me. She, I remember one story, for instance, she had this tall boy dresser and she had a small little, it was like a Honda Civic hatchback. Yeah, and She told me to get that dresser in there and uh, I tried and I couldn't get it in there. And then I'm like, man, I can't get that in there. Grandma, I go in the house. And she's like, ah, oh, you know. And she goes out there and she's messing around with it. I'm, I'm, I'm already in house. I'm already sure can't get in there. Man, I go back outside. She got that dresser in there. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know. I said, well, so I mean, that's, that's yeah. one thing I learned from my grandma: where there's a will, there's a way. So if you're listening to this and you're a kid, or you're just anybody, you know, and you're thinking about doing it, just do it. Do it. Stick to it. And if you're consistent, yeah. the results will be there.
0: Let's give it up for grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um how is milwaukee attributed to your success
1: um i guess when i first started out um a lot of friends that i had from working at the casino i I was able to meet a lot of people i was there a few years you know and being in that leadership position yep you know a lot of people a lot of people looked up to me even while i was at Potawatomi, and uh so when I met all of them people and and I became friends with all of them people,
0: the type of networking.
1: And when they seen I was cutting hair, they came supported, and I appreciate yes. all of it. So anybody who came with me when I was at Showtime, you know, back in 2017, shout out to you, man. I appreciate you.
0: Oh, the, isn't that a? Um, East show? beat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Anthony Patterson Pet- yeah. shop. Okay, got you, got That's you. That's where I first started. Look at dude. <laughs> <laughs> How many <laughs> shops have you worked at?
1: Um this it was is, his? just the two. So it was ASP, and then it was um Humbled Hands, and now it's mine. Yeah. Got you. Yep.
0: Hey, man. Well, look at the journey. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom.
1: Yeah, yeah we got it. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Ah, uh, man. Where do you uh where do you see revival in the next
1: five? The next five. So when I look down the road in five years from now, I'm hoping to have, I want it to be more than just a barbershop, to be honest. I actually want it to be more like a community center. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's what I want to do. That's my long-term goal. I want to open up a community center where I'm helping men. I'm helping kids. yeah, I'm helping, you know, the, the women in the community. Um, it, in all of these ways I wanna I wanna teach one my number one goal is to give kids outlets, give kids healthy coping coping habits and and that's that's gonna be my number one goal. So if it's music, hey, I wanna have a little thing in there. It may mm-hmm. not have the best producers or the best engineers yeah. or anything like that but hey i can get you started on GarageBand. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i can teach you about yeah. this i can light that fire for you and if it's your goal and you like it hey you're going to find ways to keep it going Ste- yeah for you know sure if Stepping it's working stone. out if it's working out then let, let me i might have a little fitness area hey get you started on that I start your fire hey keep it going you know yeah. so and and all of these healthy Coping habits. I I want to fill out not only for youth but for anybody who needs them mm-hmm. to feed them four legs at that table. You know, so uh, that's where I see revival. That's what my goal is to create something like that for for the whole community, for the whole Finvent family. Because say there's a lot of there's a lot of programs out there for women, and that's good because they need them. But there's not a lot of programs for, for men. men. So if you heal the woman, and then she's healed, but she goes back to that man
0: guess what it gets broken down it's recycled again yep. it's mm-hmm. gonna
1: happen the same thing you know what i'm saying but if we heal the the woman and the, the father yep. and the kids mm-hmm. now you did something you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you can't you can't you can't fix one thing on your car while while something else is falling apart you know for what sure. i'm saying you have to fix the whole thing for for it's that unit process. to be strong you know yeah, man. and that's what i want to do is just like i want to make healthy families because it's important. It's important. You create a healthy family. You put the father healthy, the mother healthy, the kids healthy. Now you got something.
0: That's honorable, brother. Um, what advice would you give to our youth that are aspiring to be barbers as well as entrepreneurs?
1: Um, pick up a clippers. Get your gear start watching youtube videos if you're if you if you're not old enough to go to school yet like go to barber school Mm -hmm. if you're not old enough and you're just a kid like like some of the guys i got in here um Mm -hmm. shadowing me pick that clippers up ask your dad to cut his hair ask your uncles your cousins start practicing right now you Mm -hmm. know and then by the time you're 18 you graduate high school you go into you go into college you get certified and and it's just gonna take off from there, but but the repetition that you're gonna put in at these early stages are gonna, is gonna pay, pay off, off in the end. You mm-hmm. know, and and just do it, man. Don't don't talk yourself out of no opportunities. A lot of us as as people, you know, we we're like, man, I, I would do it, but I can't do it. You know, I would do it, but uh this this is gonna be in a way. Cut anybody that you can cut up. You know, your your grandpa, your your dad, your uncle, your cousins, your brothers, your friends at school, you know start getting that repetition in because, you know, pretty soon you're going to get good. And pretty soon your friend's friend is going to ask about you. And your cousin's friend is going to ask about you and your uncle's friend. You know what I'm saying? Like people are going to start asking about you, the more heads you get, you know, because you're going to get good and people are going to start noticing. And when they notice, they're going to ask who did that haircut. Yep. And they're going to say Avery the barber or mm. whoever, or whoever you are. But, uh, and and just and stay consistent with anything with anything that you do you got to stay consistent you don't get abs overnight you got to be consistent yeah. you know what i'm saying so <laughs> you know anything you do if you if you listen to this man be consistent with it do it stick to it you know you're going to go through all kinds of obstacles but you just got to make it through it like i said if you if you stay sober minded and you and you stay focused You're going to make it through each obstacle, but each time you make it through an obstacle, there's going to be another obstacle. So stay, you got to, what the way you be, like say you pray for something and you're sober and you're doing good and you get it. Hey, you got to, you got to keep, keep that way. The the way you walked to get that blessing, you got to keep walking that way to keep that blessing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so if you're listening to this man, walk good, stay consistent, stay resilient. And Chase your dreams. Don't ever talk yourself out of your dreams. You know, we can all make a hundred excuses as to why we shouldn't do something or why we we don't even want to start something. And hey, you got to find a hundred reasons to start it. Yeah, you know. So that that's gonna be you know that would be my advice to the kids that they're chasing chasing goals, chasing dreams, trying to be entrepreneurs, or just trying to be a good person. You know, like hey, stay consistent, yeah. stay resilient, stay sober stay away from anything that that can you know get you off that path you know whether it's bad people whether it's bad friends whether it's bad company whether it's the music you listen to it it, it's all the way down to the music you listen to that Mm -hmm. what you feed your brain is going to become your reality so feed your brain good things you know so you can think good you know so you could think your own thoughts wake up and think your own thoughts you know wake up and pray and and when you're praying and you're talking to God, or 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 if you're just meditating, if you want to say it's meditating, you know, at least you're in your own brain thinking your own thoughts because
0: you're in control you know, of your thoughts yep. and just
1: you're not being programmed.
0: Yeah, man. Well, brother, thank you again, man. Coming on, sharing your truth. You know what I mean. I, I love what you're doing out here, bro. Keep it up. I've been a fan. You know, like I said, I've been following.
1: Appreciate it, and man. It's,
0: it, like I said in the beginning, it's, it's inspiring, motivating, and it's powerful. Um, it, it, you you got to grasp on what you want, and it truly shows. I love the shop. I love I love the setup you got here, man. And just keep grinding it out. You know, before we get a, a hop off this though, your name is Avery Nawakwa.
1: Nawakwa. Nawakwa. Yeah.
0: Can you tell uh, the people? What does that
1: mean? That means when the sun is at its highest point to make it sound good. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it just means noon. Okay, you got know? you. So it means noon and Menominee. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Man, well, you know, the, mine is, it just means market. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I honestly appreciate you coming on and, you know, um, keep getting it
1: man. Thank you, man. You too. Likewise, man. And, yeah. and, and, um, congratulations on the sobriety, man, because it's a big thing. And it's, it's one thing that I preach, man. Like I'm for real. Like mm-hmm. I'm really, that's, that's man. That's, a, it's a, so big, it's so important to keep Clear your mind, mind right, you know? Mm-hmm. And you, you have to, you have to walk good to get blessings, you know, for sure. And one thing that I did learn is when I started getting blessed, and I started sharing my blessings. Mm-hmm. Hey, I started getting more blessings, and that wasn't for me to to stunt. It wasn't for me to look good or be cool. It just naturally happened. Yeah, so I yeah. can keep giving more. You know, yeah. so when I started getting these blessings and giving blessings, I get more blessings to give, more blessings to give. Yeah, you know? I mean, so yeah, congratulations on your sobriety, man. That's that's definitely is definitely admirable, and and your story, man. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be inspiration to others, you know. Like, there's a lot of people out there that can hear your story, and and be inspired and be like, man, if if he did it, man, I could do it, you know. Definitely. And I appreciate you. I'm honored to be on here. Hey,
0: man, it's likewise, brother. And with that, spearhead out.